Hey, you guys, welcome to the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm your host, Shalene McLeod. This podcast is all about how you can design a life that you are obsessed with. Together, we're going to build a community of women who inspire, empower, and support one another to live our very best lives. Each week, I'm going to share with you tangible tips and tricks to take off the mask and go beyond pretty. Hey, you guys, welcome to episode eight of the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm going to bring you some truth bombs today. I really am going to bring it in hot, and I hope you guys are ready for it because this was the wake up call that I really truly needed about two years ago in my life. And this mindset shift for me was one that really changed a ton for me and helped me to get out of my own way. And it helped me to realize that the dreams and the hopes and the ambitions that I had, a lot of the things that I had and I was dreaming about were actually other people's dreams. They weren't even mine. They weren't even mine. And this is a powerful mindset shift if you can understand what you're willing to put up with. You know, you have the life that you're willing to put up with. Right here, right now, This life that you are living is one that you have put up with. And I know that for a lot of us, you're going to say, but, 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 and immediately, as soon as I say that, the words, but come out of your mouth and you're like, but I can't control, you know, the outside circumstances that happen in my life. I can't control how this person acts. I can't control that there was a car accident in my family. I can't control that I have XYZ disease. I can't control. And instantly our mind reframes it and says, but you don't have control. Stop thinking you have control because you have no control. And I want to challenge you on that mindset that you might have right now, thinking that you don't have control because we might not be able to control our external circumstances and the things that are happening in our life. However, you do have a massive say in how you react to them and how you process the things that happen to you in your life. For me, it really came down to, you know, I had to stop blaming luck. I had to stop blaming people. I had to stop blaming things that happened in my childhood or friendships or failed relationships. Blaming is useless. And I was a very, I don't want to say I was a very negative person. I always thought I was a very positive person. But when I look at the person I am today and the person I was five years ago, I put a lot of my life and things that were happening in my life and I blamed a lot of people for things that had happened to me or for things that hadn't happened in my life yet. And how often do we do that? How often do we blame the people who are in our lives for things that haven't happened to us yet? Oh, well, I'm not here because of this. Oh, well, I'm stuck in this crappy job because of my husband. Oh, I'm stuck in this, you know, crappy relationship with my sister because she's family. Oh, I'm You don't have to be stuck. You are 100% responsible for the things that are happening in your life in the aftermath of the events that happened to you. That right there changed everything for me. It was the willingness to change, the willingness to let go 
and the willingness to accept that my life was where I had led it to go. You know, I make cha- I make choices every single day. And are those choices that I'm making ones that are aligning with the goals that I have for my life? Life doesn't stop for us. Life doesn't stop for the pauses, for the procrastination, for the doubting, for the your your indecisiveness. Life is not stopping because you can't make a decision for yourself. And this is where we are responsible to make decisions in our life so that we can build the life that we really truly want and we can build the life that we are obsessed with and that we love. I don't know about you, but I know that I want to be obsessed with my life. I do not want to get to the end of my life and look back and think, you know, look at all the things that I just put up with because I wasn't willing to stand up for myself. Look at the life that I lived and look at all the things that I missed out on because I was too worried about what everyone else was thinking about me and I was too worried about what everyone else was doing to just go after what I wanted to go after, to just show up the way that I wanted to show up because it felt good. You know, oftentimes I talk about this and I talk about this mindset shift and I talk about owning it and I talk about put you first and you have to fill your cup first before you can fill anybody else's and This for me felt very selfish in the beginning, but like honestly, truly think about this. You're more likely to want to give more of you to other people when you feel good about yourself. And I want to give more to to other people, but that giving of myself to other people cannot happen if I don't have self-love and self-control and I'm not building a life that I'm obsessed with. Oftentimes what happens is jealousy comes in, envy comes in. I have all of these feelings and, you know, kind of mixed emotions and resentment builds up towards people because of what I am putting up with. And I'm not drawing that line in the sand to say, no, wait, wait, I have this backwards. I have to take responsibility for my life so that I can put myself first. And when I do that, I know that what I'm going to put out into the universe and what I'm going to put out into society is going to come back to me tenfold because my energy is going to be at a different level. My desires are going to be different. You know, the things that I attract out of this life are going to be different. I want to inspire other people to feel as good as I do. I never would have started this podcast. I never would have started my online health and wellness coaching business. I never would have started any of that if I didn't decide one day to put me first. And that one, what I felt like selfish act of I feel super overwhelmed in motherhood and I kind of feel lonely sitting at home and I'm sitting in a job that I don't feel like I have any growth in and I'm not really sure where to go from here. But you know what? I'm gonna go and get a workout program. I'm gonna work out and let's see what happens. And I took 30 minutes for me every single day to try and make a change of some sort. And that small change, what seems really small, what seemed like a mountain at the time, and now I look back three years later, and that one decision to put me first has led to this ripple effect. 
And so if whatever I'm saying right now, instantly you're like, but, but, but I have these responsibilities, but this, but that, I want you to just stop and think about it for a second of what would happen in your life if you decided to put you first. That is a huge shift in itself. And while life doesn't stop for us in those pauses and those moments where we're like, I just need a breather right now. And sometimes you do and you have to take it. But you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to do? Are you willing to work out every day? Are you willing to put in the hours for that side hustle that you have? Are you willing to give up time with your family to pursue a career? Are you willing to stop watching TV? Are you willing to give up alcohol because you know when you drink too much alcohol, it leads to really poor decisions? What are the things that you are willing to do? And if you reframe it and think that oftentimes I'll hear the words, I'm just lazy, I don't have any motivation, I'm a procrastinator. If you tell yourself those things, you will become those things. But you aren't lazy. You don't procrastinate. You're just unwilling to make a change. And when you, when you get that concept and you go, wait, I'm just unwilling to make a change, that means that I can be willing to make a change. Because being unwilling isn't always a bad thing. Let me just say that as well. It can be good. Being unwilling can be the thing that allows you to draw your line in the sand You can be unwilling to accept anything but respect from your peers. You can be unwilling to stay at a job that you hate. Being unwilling isn't always a bad thing. I think it's always about, you know, how does it feel good for you? How does it feel good to frame these words that I'm saying? Does it feel better for you to say, I am willing to work really hard and sacrifice a little bit of the the extra time I spend watching TV to work towards leaving the job that I hate? Or does it feel better for you to say, I'm unwilling to stay at the job that I hate, and I'm going to work really hard to make sure that I can get out of here? It's, it's all up to you. It all is a personal choice and a personal decision. And I think it, it becomes a matter of how do you want to frame it? You know, something for me that really hit me when I came to this concept of what are you willing to tolerate in your life and, you know, that everything that you've you've tolerated to this point has led to the life that you're currently living in this moment. For me, something that really resonated was this idea of wanting to have a million dollars. Ever since I was little, I can remember, you know, winning the lottery for a million dollars. The song, If I Had a Million Dollars by Very Naked Ladies. Like, there was a lot around having a million dollars and how big of a deal that was in a career choice. And it, the question came of, are you willing to do the work to earn a million dollars? Or are you just going to sit back and hope to win the lottery one day so that you can get a million dollars? And it really hit me in the sense of not because I want a million dollars, but in the sense of, am I willing to do the work to live out a million dollar dream? And the answer for you might be no. You might have someone else's dream. 
you might have a dream that was put into your brain from society or family members or friends or your circle that dream that's kind of in your head of the thing that you think you should be working towards or the life you think you should be building has been placed inside of you from external circumstances, right? And oftentimes we don't even think about the dreams that we have. We don't even think about the life that we want to have, those desires that we have. Are those truly ours? Or Were they put there because we think that's the person we should be? And a really easy way to figure out whether that dream is yours or somebody else's is to ask yourself, are you willing to do the work to get that? What is it going to take for you to live out that life that you desire so badly? And are you willing to do the work to get there? And if you're not, then you are in misalignment with your dreams. And it's time for you, sister, to go get a new dream. It's time for you to actually own what it is that you want out of this life. And to stop trying to work so hard towards somebody else's dream. Because let me tell you, you'll never get there because you're not willing to do the work that it's going to take in order to live that dream. This was my aha moment. There's no right or wrong answer here. But this was my aha moment. This was really helping me to understand that I had to put myself into these situations, you know, that anything that I have done in this life, anything that I have done, I have built, all the things that I haven't done, all the situations I've put myself into, The place where I was at three years ago, just kind of feeling a little bit lonely and lost through motherhood, I put myself into that situation. That means that I can get myself out. And it was an aha moment for me because I felt like I was trying to do things or I thought I had to show up as a certain version of myself to cast out this dream that wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. And I think so many of my past failures, so many of the businesses that I had started in the past and I had quit really, truly came from this moment of, you know, kind of feeling like, oh, I should be more successful than I am right now. I should be further along in my business than I am right now. Therefore, I'm a failure. I'm going to quit. And it was all because I was comparing myself to somebody else's business. I always found somebody to compare myself to. And sometimes that person can be like inspiration for you. But then when you're on your own journey and it's in like the similar field as them, you really start questioning yourself. I remember when I had a cake business. I was making cakes out of our house. I loved it. I love being creative. It was something that came natural to me. The first cake that I ever made was actually for Kipton's first birthday. And it was such a success. And I felt so good about it that I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm really good at this. I should charge to do this. I should make cakes. And that I really felt like, oh my gosh, okay, this is my thing. This is what I'm going to do. And I remember there was a girl in town who was doing something very similar to myself at the time. And we had started our businesses at at a very similar time um, within a few months of each other. And she opened like a brick and mortar bakery. And it was her cake shop. And when she opened her brick and mortar, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I couldn't even afford to do that right now. Like how on earth is she doing that? I could never do that. 
at where I'm at right now. Like I'm barely making like 20, 30 bucks a cake because nobody wanted to pay the money for the time that I had to put into these cakes, right? And so I, I remember sitting there and comparing myself to my journey to hers and it didn't even resonate with me at the time, the amount of debt that she was putting herself into, you know, maybe she had people helping her, maybe she had investors, X, Y, and Z, you know, she was truly living out this dream that she had for herself and that was never really where I saw myself going with that business. Yet in my mind, in that moment, I instantly thought I was less successful because I didn't have a brick and mortar building to have my cake shop in. And it was moments like that that just kept happening over and over and over again. It was those moments that kept having me quit all the time. But that wasn't my dream. And yet I still let it kind of creep into my head. So it requires this constant check-in. You know, it requires you owning your dreams, it not being someone else's. And the simple question you can ask yourself is, am I willing to do the work that it's going to take to get there? Or am I unwilling to do something in order to reach that dream? And that's a really easy way to have a gut check with yourself on whether or not that's the dream that you should have or the life you should be working towards. Because there's no point working towards a life that you're not willing to put the work in to go chase after, right? We don't know what the outcome's going to be, but I know if you put in the work that aligns with the life that you want to live, I can guarantee you, you're going to chase after it and you're going to smash out those goals and you're going to catch so many of those dreams because you are in alignment with the things that you want to have and your daily actions are going to align with that. But this requires that constant check-in. It's not just like a one and done. You don't just decide you're going to make a decision and you're going to go quit your job and then it just everything happens. You still have bills to pay. You still have responsibilities. We still have things that happen and it requires that check-in of just like with the cake shop, you know, that check-in when I was comparing myself to that that woman who went and opened her her store, that required a check-in. And if I had a check-in with myself of but wait, that's not your dream. It was never the goal to open a shop. So why is this derailing you so much? That's where the mind drama comes in. That's where that negative self-talk comes in. But that's how you break it. Because that's when you can be honest with yourself and be like, no, that actually wasn't what I wanted. This is what I want because I want to be home more with my kids. I don't want to be out of the house. My goal was always to be home more. It was never to build something to take me away from the house. It was always to get more time with my family. That was always my goal. And it was a matter of finding something that was going to help me achieve that goal. But that was always it. And if I had that constant check-in with myself of, okay, wait a second, but is that actually your dream or is that somebody else's dream? That could have been a pivotal moment for me to decide to stick with the cakes. You know, that could have been a moment that allowed me to see more success in the thing that I was doing because I started comparing less. Or, I mean, I'm not going to look back. I don't have any regrets for anything that had happened because I believe that it's led me to the place where I am today. Everything that I have done in my past has, has just been stepping stones to get me here. But where you're at in your life right now, it requires a check-in. 
and have this gut check and then know that you're going to have to have this gut check all the time. This is a constant check-in with yourself. We have to do the work in order for the change to happen. And we're going to fail and we're going to falter. But when you know what you're willing and unwilling to accept in your life and from your own actions, then that's when you can really restart that navigation series. That's when, when you feel like you have detoured so far off from the life that you want to build, so far off from the goals that you had, and you were like, wow, I have truly just been tolerating so much crap lately and I am done. I am drawing my line in the sand. I am going to realign everything. And you can restart that navigation for your own life towards the dream that you have just by having that check-in again to say, what am I willing to accept right now? And what am I unwilling to accept right now? And that's of you and other people, right? That's from your own actions as well. When you really think of it, you know, what am I willing and unwilling to pursue? It becomes a lot clearer than just saying, I don't want that or I really want that. To tell yourself you want a house on the water. And then to tell yourself, I'm willing to work so hard to get that house on the water. Just having wants, that's not enough. But having the desire and the willingness to show up for the things that you would like to have in your life, that is a really small tweak that will make a really big impact in your life. I'm telling you, it's so empowering. And it's how I break free from so much negative self-talk is just to have that gut check with myself to say, what am I willing to do and what am, what am I unwilling to do? Are you willing to go work out every day? Are you willing to put in the hours for that side hustle? Are you willing to give up time with your family to pursue your dreams? Or are you unwilling to give up time with your family to go pursue your dreams. And that's okay too. There is no right or wrong, but it is the answer that you need to ask yourself in order to find alignment and in order to get through this season of your life, understanding that you have the life that you have been willing to put up with until now. Now is when you can draw your line in the sand to determine what it is that you are willing or unwilling to put up with. I want you guys to take some time over the course of the next couple of days. Um, These launch on Thursdays, so take some time this weekend and just take half an hour. Maybe it's even a bath. Maybe it's uh, a half an hour earlier in the morning. Maybe it's once everyone goes to bed and you're like, I'm just going to turn the TV off. I'm just going to go upstairs and I'm just going to journal for a little bit. And I want you to write down and just have a chart. Okay, I told you I'm going to give you tangible tips in this podcast. I want you to blank piece of paper, whether it's in a journal or even in the notes section of your phone, doesn't matter to me. I want you to write down two columns, one that is I am willing and one that says I am unwilling and freely write freely whatever comes to your head. I want you to write down in those two categories of what you are willing to do, what you are willing to put up with and what you are unwilling to do and what you are unwilling to put up with in your life 
from this moment on, because this is going to be the thing that you can come back to when you feel like you've derailed, when you feel like things are out of control again, when you feel like, wait a second, what's happening? I need this gut check with myself. You can come back to this and you can say, here's my reminder of the things that I am willing and the things that I am unwilling to put up with in this life in order to create the life that I am obsessed with. I want you guys to tag me on social media with these. I would love to see them. If you don't want to share them publicly, slide into my DMs, share a picture of what you're willing and unwilling to put up with in your life. This is such a powerful exercise, and this is one that really helped me to decide to go after what it was that I wanted to go after and to really crowd out the noise from what I felt like I should be doing or what I felt like it was expected of me to be doing as a 30-year-old woman, you know, who's a mom of three and married These are all things that we place in our head and expectations that we place on ourselves based on our circumstances. But I'm telling you, there's power when you decide to draw your line in the sand and I want to see what that line is going to be. So make sure that you share it with me, you tag me, dive into my DMs, whatever it is that you're willing to do. I want to see that from you guys because this is going to be the powerful shift for you and I want to remember this moment for you in, you know, two, three, four years from now. I want to remember this with you because this I know is going to be a pivotal moment for so many of you listening who actually take action on the things that I said today. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Beyond Pretty podcast. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are contributing to build this community of incredible like-minded women. Please make sure you tag me on social media, share this with the bestie, and subscribe.